0: Hello and welcome to today's Here's to Your Health podcast. I'm Don Lintzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. My guest on the podcast today is Lisa Weber. Lisa is a registered and licensed occupational therapist here at CCMH. We're going to talk about occupational therapy today because it is occupational therapy month. It seems to be, I like it when all of that stuff kind of works together hand in hand. Yeah. And so Lisa, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You know, I always like to start at the beginning uh, because I think it's always helpful to, to uh, make certain that people understand exactly what it is that we're talking about, so I want to get a brief disc, a brief definition of what occupational therapy is because I think sometimes people confuse occupational therapy with uh, physical therapy and thinking that they're the same kind of thing, but I, but I don't think that's so.
1: No. Um, occupational therapy uses purposeful activity to get someone uh, back to their highest level of functioning. Um, there are similarities between physical therapy and occupational therapy. Um, a lot of the times it depends on the clinic that you're working in or the, or faci- the facility. Um, physical therapy will, will work more with the bigger muscles, the backs, the legs, the, you know, the hips and stuff like that, and work with the balance. Occupational therapy tends to work more with the smaller muscles, you know, the elbows, wrists, hands, um, and then also with the activities of daily living, the functional things, um, getting somebody to where they can get in and out of bed and get themselves dressed safely, and learn different techniques, um, and just getting them back to their highest level of functioning. And,
0: and, and there's also this, I think, uh, misunderstanding of that occupational therapy is only for working people because of the word right. occupation that's in there. But I mean, you yeah. describe why that's not so, but. Yeah. You know, but I think it's important to help people to understand it's not just for working
1: people. Right. The word occupation kind of throws people off. Um, that that word occupation is actually purposeful activity, and so you know we we try and utilize purposeful activity to get people back to that highest level of functioning. And that's whether that's you know like I said, teaching them how to get dressed or getting uh, them to do the range of motion or the exercises or the stretches so that they can use that hand to get themselves dressed or get back to work. So.
0: What types of techniques do occupational therapists use to help people to, to regain the mobility mm-hmm. that you're talking yeah. about?
1: Um, it varies a lot on what type of patient you're talking about. So if you're talking about inpatients, a lot of that is uh, ADL training or activities of daily living training. Um, so that's getting them back to be able to get dressed again, whether it's after a hip replacement or a knee replacement. They may, they may have to use adaptive equipment to get dressed because they can't bend over.
0: Hard to put your pants mm-hmm. on when you've had your knee or your hip replaced. Right, and
1: hip replacements, you have precautions where you're not supposed to do that for mm. about three months. So they really you know can't do that. Um, at, with stroke patients, they may not have the use of one side, so we may have to teach them how to do one-handed dressing techniques and make sure their balance is good enough to do that, to work on balance things. Um, as far as outpatients-wise, a lot of that is for um, orthopedics, when somebody's broken a wrist or has tendonitis or something like that, a lot of stretching. A lot of exercises and strengthening to where they can get that, um, that joint or that limb back to working again, so where they can do those daily activities.
0: And we, you touched on this earlier. Uh, a physical therapy really is focused on people's pain and uh, relieving their pain, primarily with large muscle groups and, and uh, that sort of thing. But really, occupational therapy is focused on the whole person and mm-hmm. their environment because right. that that's also a very important part of
1: right. uh,
0: how we help people to get back to those mm-hmm. uh, daily living tasks that yeah. they need to perform.
1: Yeah, that's one of the things we do as occupational therapists is talk to the family and the patient about, say, their home environment, if they're in the hospital, what, what it's like and... and some of the adaptations or the changes that they might need to make before the patient goes home so that they're safe and they can be independent. If we need to, we can go out to their homes with the patient and have them go through that stuff and teach them the proper ways and the safe ways to do it so that we know when they go home they're going to be safe.
0: My guest on the podcast today is Lisa Weber. Lisa is a registered and licensed occupational therapist here at CCMH, and we're talking about occupational therapy because uh, April is Occupational Therapy Month. Um, and we just got done talking about um, helping people adapt to their environment. And that, I guess, in my opinion, that, that's a very important thing after someone has had a surgery or a stroke or some other sort of debilitating injury or disease. Uh, but I'd have to uh, think that it takes a fair amount of training to really understand how best to help everyone in their own individual circumstances.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just it. You have to look at the specific patients and see what is affecting um, what they can't do. Um, There's so many areas that it could be. And, yeah, with the training, we go anywhere from um, the physiology to the kinesiology to the developmental stages that they should be at or might be at. Um, But, yeah, there's quite a bit of training
0: and i'm going to guess that that's not just a one time thing I'm, I'm i'm also going no. to guess that th- you you're have right. you have continual training that you you're, right. that you're undergoing right
1: doing. now it's a it's a masters level to get into occupational therapy you can also get a doctorate level but i i also have to in the state of iowa have 20 hours of continuing education oh well, i'm, I'm going to change that 30 hours of continuing education every 2 years um, to con- to keep up my license, so yes, we're continually trained. <laughs> yeah. and, and
0: a very important mm-hmm. consideration, uh, the training, and because there's new techniques, I'm mm-hmm. sure, and yep. new equipment, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, you know, it's good to be mm-hmm. caught up on all those kinds mm-hmm. of things, and it and it does change yeah. uh, an awful lot from uh, one year to the next. So, we talked about accident or stroke victims. People have had surgery. Uh, is it, it so? Occupational therapy really helps people with their their skills, their daily living skills. But it's really not just limited to folks who've had those kinds of traumas. It, it's really anyone who yeah. would need assistance.
1: Yeah, it is. You can you can actually work with anyone from birth to, to the end of their life. Um, there are some occupational therapists that work in the school systems, and just like I said before, it's getting them up to their highest level of functioning. So if you have a kiddo that's not at that right developmental stage, or you know for some reason, we work on trying to get them back up to that developmental stage, or to work on their fine motor skills you know, um, to where they can do the handwriting and the cutting and stuff like that. Um, but like I said, it goes through the continuum of Of your whole life that we can work with people. So it
0: really is something Mm -hmm. that, you know, when people start thinking about occupational therapy, this isn't for old people. This isn't for working Mm -hmm. people. This is for anyone who needs that assistance. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Very good. Um, My guest on the uh, podcast today is Lisa Weber. Lisa is a registered and licensed occupational therapy here at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. And I think my last question uh, today, Lisa, as we wrap up, do occupational therapists just work in hospitals? You mentioned earlier school districts, but what what other kinds of settings where we will we find occupational therapists? Yeah,
1: there there are many many settings that you can work in. Like I said, the school systems. You can even work in, um, in people's homes. Whether it's a, a child, like I said, birth to three, they will go into their homes and work with the parents. Um, we go into people's homes. You know, like I said. A, after they've got out of the hospital to, to help them be more independent and more safe in their homes. Um, you can work in the nursing homes uh, for people. Um, a lot of times people come from the, the hospitals to the nursing homes, but that's not the end point anymore. They want to get back to home. That's not to stay in the nursing homes. So there's a lot of therapy in the nursing homes to try and get people back home. Um, you can do private practice. Uh, a lot of people have their own clinics and work on more of the orthopedic issues. In the hospitals, of course, you know, there's Lots of areas in the hospital that you can work.
0: For anyone who might be listening to the podcast today and thinks that that they or someone that they know might benefit from seeing an occupational therapist, what's the best pathway for them to be able to receive that treatment?
1: You have to have a doctor's order. So the best, the first step should be with you know talk to your doctor about it. Um, you know whatever um, specific injury or, or issue that you're having. Um, and mention, you know, if you've heard something about occupational therapy, they can send an order through and we can get them set up.
0: Lisa, thank you for your time today. My guest on the podcast has been Lisa Weber. Lisa is a registered and licensed occupational therapist here at CCMH, and we've been talking about uh, National Occupational Therapy Month, which is in April. I'm Don Linsman, Executive Director
1: of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. We care for life.